In this episode, we're talking about the pros and cons of different neighborhoods of Tbilisi, Georgia. Whether you're coming here as a tourist or wanting to stay long term, we have all the goss about the right neighborhood for you. Yamajoba! This is the Tbilisi podcast covering life, travel, and more in the country of Georgia. Brought to you by foodfundtravel.com, expathub.ge, and eatthistours.com. Okay, welcome to the Tbilisi Podcast, a show about life and travel in Tbilisi, Georgia. Today, I have my fabulous co-host Tom with me, but I should tell you who I am first because I'm the important one. Are you? I am. But I'm also here, so you know. That is true. That is true. All right, tell us, who are you? I'm Tom. You just told everyone that already. Oh, I did. Okay, and I'm Meg. Yeah, so today's episode is all about a neighborhood guide to Tbilisi because a lot of people move here or come and visit. And they're not always certain about what areas you should stay in. So we're going to go through a few of the different neighborhoods and tell you some of the pros and cons of uh, living permanently in a particular neighborhood or temporarily, uh, all those different things we're going to go through. So Tom and I first visited Tbilisi in 2016. And over the years, we've actually stayed in different neighborhoods uh, every time we came back to visit and and. Of course, we've lived in a couple of different neighborhoods while we've lived here permanently as well. So during that time, we've got a pretty good insight into what the pros and cons are of most of the neighborhoods around town. So we plan with this episode to give you some insights so you can make the best choice for you and your needs while in Tbilisi. Yeah. So whether you are planning to live here, uh, whether you're planning to come here just for a week and you want to know which areas that you should maybe get your Airbnb in, or... Uh, let's be honest here, if you've been here for a few months already, you may have started in one neighborhood and decided you didn't particularly love it, and you'd like a bit more information on the other options. And of course, uh, well, I run the relocation department at Expat Hub, so I actually do a lot of tours with guests who come in and have our team help them uh, figure out exactly where they want to live. So I am now super experienced with all the different places that expats like to live. Not to mention what Meg said earlier as well, that we've actually lived in a number of different places. We've lived in four different suburb areas in Tbilisi since we first came here in 2016, actually. Yeah. So we've we've been around town for a bit. So let's jump into uh, the main suburb that people would probably look at if you were visiting as a tourist. You can also live here long term. We had an apartment in this neighborhood and it was awesome. We loved it. But yeah, if you're Coming here as a tourist, you're probably going to be looking at getting an Airbnb in Old Town or the Solalaki district. Yeah, or the area like just around the Old Town, so like the outside part, outside the city walls, but within a few minutes walk. That is the absolute premium area for if you're just going to get off a plane, walk out of your Airbnb and be in the city and see everything and, and be able to have that whole atmosphere of living in, right in downtown. Yeah, this area offers historical locations, uh, also lots of the tourist attractions, restaurants, all of that sort of stuff, everything you'd want in reasonably close walking proximity to wherever you choose to stay. Plus, yeah, you just you walk around and you've got the historic feel all around you. Every direction you look, you see a, an old church or some like fortifications or, or some uh, really interesting balconies because like the designs they have, the I guess maybe for people who don't know Georgian architecture, you could say closer to Persian uh, is how some people describe it. 
and they have these really amazing wooden carved balconies. And as as you walk around the old town, you'll see lots of these hanging just uh, one level above street level, and and people sitting out having a chat, having a drink, having a a bottle of cha cha maybe <laughs> between the few of them who are sitting out there and having a real social time, which is a big part of it. Yeah, so a lot of people would describe this neighborhood as having a pleasant vibe of being a little bit more authentic. I mean, it's still let's say a lot of other places around the world. The tourist center is really the tourist center, whereas the way we say authentic here is because Tbilisi still doesn't feel like it has a tourist center. It has a center where all the tourists go, but locals still all live there and own property there. Whereas uh, in a lot of other cities, of course, all of that property has been purchased by uh, by foreigners and companies to to sell as as apartments for for rental. So that's the difference. Uh, real life is really going on there still. And as I said, people are hanging out on those balconies, having a, a bottle of cha cha between them. It's it's really still authentic in that way. Exactly. It's also very centrally located for anything you might want if you are here as a tourist. Or well, if- it is downtown. It is downtown, yeah. So you're you're close to the art galleries, you're close close to a lot of the cultural sites, uh, so the Fortress, Mother Georgia, also the sulfur baths are close by, and of course that is where you will find your restaurants and nightlife as well. Uh, As of recording this episode, uh, nightclubs are open again. Yeah, nightclubs are open, restaurants can now have 15 people at a table and sitting outside. Uh, anyway, we're not going to talk too much about that stuff because that'll all change again. But right yes. now, life is kicking off. Tourist season is on its way. And we're hoping for a, sort of a more of a normal summer with the amount of tourists that turn up this year. One of the other benefits you will find in this area is that there is actually access to several green parks and gardens that you can visit. It's not just a concrete jungle of inner city, you know, roundabouts and high rise buildings and all of that sort of stuff. There are actually some really nice parks that you can visit in this area as well. Yeah. So as an all-round thing, if you're coming here as a tourist and you're only here for a few days, this is probably your number one spot. There are some other places that tourists definitely stay, but this is the number one. And do make sure you check out our article on this. There's an article, Neighborhood Guide on Expat Hub, where you can actually see the map and some of this stuff becomes a little clearer. The link will be in the show notes. But just to give you an idea, when it comes to Tbilisi, if you've looked at the map very briefly, you'll already know there's a river that runs straight down the middle. Uh, only professional Georgians can say the name. Mukhvali, uh, Mukhvari. I'm close, but it's definitely still wrong. So I'm still close. not a professional Georgian. Are, no. But uh, the river runs straight down the middle. Most of the areas that expats live are on the west side, on the left side, when you're looking at the map. And the old town is sort of right in the middle on the left-hand side, pretty much. And then the airport is way out on the right-hand side on the other side of the river. So those are like the two main points you'll learn about when you're first arriving. Yeah. And you also do have access to a major shopping center in that area as well that's called Galleria. And it's got all the shops you would want. So you've got your H&Ms and all of that in there. Uh, There's also restaurants. There's a kids' play area, banks. uh, There's a grocery store in the bottom of it. And uh, not too far away from Galleria, it's not in that actual shopping center, but there is also a big Carrefour, which is a supermarket where you can get your groceries from in that location as well. That's in uh, Orbeliani. It's near Orbeliani Market. All right. So, yeah, there's obviously a lot of good reasons to live downtown, but what would you say are the main ones not to live right in the middle of Old Town? Okay. So when it comes to choosing an apartment in that area... It is old town. When we say it's old town, we're not joking. Some of these buildings are really old and let's just say decaying. 
So while if you do choose an Airbnb or something along those lines, it probably has been refurbished, just know that a lot of the buildings around the neighborhood are probably going to have, you know, that decaying feel to it. And also if you are in an older building that has been refurbished, you may find that you're going to have a few issues when it comes to it being an old building. Uh, so heating, maybe pipes, you know, can you flush your toilet paper? Generally, I have found even in Solar Lucky, there's not such an issue with that, but it is something to definitely check before you choose a place. Probably no elevator as well, even if it's like a five, six story building. Yes. So bear that in mind. If you, if you check out the Airbnb and you don't check what floor it's on, you might oh, have a Oh yeah, there's no lifts there. You are walking up those stairs. Yeah. Hardly ever lifts in that area. And I suppose one other thing to mention at this point is for our expat listeners, it's a really cool area to live for a bit. Uh, I think we lived nine months or no, a little more, 11 months, 11 months in total. We lived in the old town in Solalaki. We had two different apartments down there. Uh, And I I think it's still really cool to get out of the apartment and walk around. That never really gets old, but you do sort of like the more modern living of moving out of the old town. So for expats, maybe it's somewhere you'll live when you first arrive for a bit, but maybe not somewhere you'll plan to live full time. Yeah, there's no international schools or kindergartens or anything like that. So when we decided to have a family, we shifted to a different neighborhood that had those things that that were available. But we loved living in Solalaki. It's such a great, great area. All right, so let's move a little further along, uh, not too far away from the downtown area. We're looking at Matsminda, Rustaveli, and Vera. Uh, Let's look at some of the pros to living in this area. Yeah, okay. So what we've done is we came from sort of the central part of the city on the river and we've gone northwest up past Freedom Square, which is a big icon on the map, and uh, up Rustaveli. And then you've got this massive hillside next to Maratzminda Park. And uh, up in that area is where we're looking now for apartments. Now, this area is still full of uh, tourist rental Airbnbs. You're up on the side of the hill, so if you've got a top floor apartment, then you're going to have a nice view, most likely. It's mostly low-rise buildings as well, uh, which, well, once again, you're not going to have an elevator, uh, but it's still a cool area to be. It's still within sort of 10, 15 minutes walk down the hill to Old Town and to Freedom Square, uh, mostly, until you get right to the end. Uh, And it's just, it's a cool area. It's got a lot of atmosphere in the sense that it's sort of a... it's a maze. It's a, a mess of streets, old streets. They're not necessarily super well maintained, but it gives it a load of character. And uh, it's definitely a popular area, whether you're coming as a tourist or living long term. I think it's also a pretty hip area as well. You'll find a little... It's getting there. Yeah, boutique stores and little restaurants and all of that stuff that is opening yeah, up. Wine bars and things. Absolutely. Uh, also, if you are a fan of hiking... That is a great place to locate yourself if you are wanting to go and do hiking trails up in the Matsminda area, up that mountain, all of that area. That's some amazing trails up the back there. So if, if that's your deal, that's also a really good place to locate yourself. Yeah. And it's sort of the edge of the city because we're in the middle of a valley. So for the west hand side uh, of downtown, you can't really go much higher. You, you hit the side of the mountain and then it's all just parkland. So yeah, but that's a cool area. You're going to find some really fun Airbnbs with uh, really nice uh, modern decoration. And the pricing, it's somewhat similar uh, to Old Town, really. Uh, in terms of long-term rentals, there's not a huge amount of difference in that area at the moment. What would you say are a few of the cons about that region? Well, living on the side of the hill and... It is a big the, hill. The crazy streets. As I said, there's a lot of atmosphere and, and character to have in those crazy, windy little streets, but... 
It also means your taxi probably can't get to your front door half the time, or you're losing a wing mirror when you're trying to get there. So, you know, those are probably the two main negatives. If you want to keep fit and you want to get some exercise, then that's definitely a cool place to live. I'd also say that there's less access to supermarkets in that region. You'll get a lot of little corner stores that will have fruit and veg and all of that sort of stuff. But if you're wanting to go somewhere and do a big shop, you're going to have to travel a little bit further in order to get access to those supermarkets. Yeah, I think you live there for the view and the character. I don't think you live there for the convenience. No. All right, let's move along to one of the most popular neighborhoods for expats. This is, well, actually, you know what? There's a lot of locals that live in this area too. It is Varkay, and this is where you're going to have a little bit of a cha-ching factor sticking in, you know. It's, it's a- spelled uh, Vake, V-A-K-E, but it's definitely pronounced Varkay. In fact, a lot of Georgian words, if they've got an E on the end, it's pronounced A. Some people will also spell it with a W. I'll find... Uh, the- That's uh, Germans, uh, I guess, because a W would be pronounced like a V. Yeah. Uh, so... Varke is a lovely area. Uh, it's very prestigious, leafy suburbs. It has the most European feel of all of the neighborhoods in Tbilisi. Yeah, no, you've just had a lot of renovation happen in this area. Uh, so all of the main streets and like the main, well, I wouldn't call it a boulevard quite, but Chapchavadze. I would call it a boulevard. Well, it doesn't have a central bit down the middle. It's got bus stops. So a boulevard, needs, a boulevard needs an actual uh, alley down the middle, as it were, a reservation down the middle. Uh, I don't think you can have a boulevard without that. So, but yeah, uh, it's been done out really nicely. All the pavements have been redone. There's lots of boutiques and shops. There's higher end sort of foreign international brands that are lining that sort of high street area. You've got the big supermarkets like AgroHub, which is the better quality supermarket, and Carrefour, which is the international one most people will have heard of. Uh, so it's, a, it's just a great area. It's very walkable. Once you live in Varke, you live in Varke, and you don't really need to go around the rest of the town. Pretty much everything you've got there is there, and everything that you need is available and within walking distance in general. Absolutely. Shopping, restaurants, bars. Uh, everything that yeah, wine bars are there. The lots of little boutique stores where you can get Georgian fashion that are from local designers. Cheese, there's cheese. There's little cheese boutiques. Uh, there's a little store I went by the other day that was just dedicated to baking, and that got me very excited. So it's amazing what you can find in Varke. There's new stops popping up all the time. Lots of trees and parks and things as well. Oh, and then they just refurbished Varke Park as well, which is a wonderful park, lots of space, a really nice area to hang out sort of in the spring, summertime, where there's tables that you can sit at and there's old men playing backgammon and people walking their dogs and playing with their kids. It's a really great park. It's great. And uh, this is probably the most popular area for expats, at least Well, we're going to talk about another area after this that could actually be more popular, but it's the most prestigious and most famous area for expats, I suppose I would describe it as. It's also the most expensive area to live. Um, Definitely, well, I mean, a little bit more expensive than uh, Sololaki in that downtown area, but really not like a huge amount of difference. Uh, So those are, you know, they're similar, but Varke has just got a little bit more prestige and, and it doesn't have loads of tourists running around. So if you are coming here as a tourist, but you like to be away from where the big tourist bustle is going on, then Varke is a really nice area to be in. And you're still only like a 15 minute or 25 minute with traffic taxi ride 
back down into the old town anyway. All right. So, so you just mentioned traffic. So I think that's going to bring us into some of the cons of Varke. Uh, yeah. So the traffic is really bad because what they've done is they've created two bottlenecks at either end of Varke. They're pretty much the only ways in and out. And they just fill up with traffic and then you just sit in Varke trying to get in or sit outside Varke. They also created yeah. this really weird one-way system where the only way you've got to follow these one-way streets to get around and it it just makes it really difficult. So traffic is always a problem if you're trying to get in or out or anywhere. That's why if you're in Varke, it's fine. You can walk it or you can hire a scooter and just scoot along in the, the bike lanes. That's fine. But when you're wanting to get anywhere in a taxi or if you're wanting to get in or out, traffic is always a big consideration. Yeah, traffic's definitely bad. And uh, the prices, as I said, the apartment prices for rental, at least, aren't really that different from Old Town, especially short-term rental because it's not a short-term rental area. Uh, People have to be a little bit more competitive. So you're probably actually going to find prices cheaper for Airbnbs, but then long-term rental, it's a little bit more or similar to Old Town. but. What the big difference here is, is that everything costs more. So if you actually live here long term and you are watching your budget, even though you might get an apartment at a similar price to, to other prestigious parts of town, you're going to find that the supermarkets and the shops and the boutiques and all those really lovely places that you want to go out to, they all cost a bit more than if you live in a slightly more affordable neighborhood. So it sort of adds up uh, as a cumulative effect of the amount of money that you're going to spend living there. Yeah, there's also no metro station. Uh, located in Barke. Not that, uh, not that <laughs> expats really use the metro very often. I know a few people do if you actually live on the line, uh, students, etc. But uh, the cost of taxis, and it's something we'll talk about in our arrival guide, I think uh, the cost of taxis is really, really low. So, I mean, if you're paying sort of five lari for your average taxi ride, for the average sort of 10 to 15 minute taxi ride, and sort of the maximum you're ever really going to pay around town is about 12 lari for a particularly long ride or a lot of traffic, there's not a huge amount of reason to use the metro or, or the bus system in general because they're a bit crowded. Uh, and definitely during COVID, it was not something I was particularly excited about doing. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. So although, yeah, some people do use them, especially when they initially arrive, they think, well, it's a capital city. I'm going to need to use public transport. And we do have a all eventually. new bus fleet as well. So that's exciting. The buses are getting better. Yeah, but let's be honest, most people, unless they're backpacking uh, or students and and they really need to save every single dollar, they're not going to be using uh, the public transport so much. But yeah, Varke, uh, nightmare for traffic. But anything else you wanted to say about Varke before we move on to the next suburb? Uh, We've got a few more suburbs to cover, so I I think we should keep going. All right. Uh, I'm pretty sure that, uh, yeah, Varke is the place that you're going to look first if you're an expat. If you're a tourist, it's somewhere you may look a little bit later on. Exactly. If, yeah, if you want to stay somewhere a little more off the, a little more off the beaten track. Now, the next suburb that people look at after Varke is a really large suburb. So it's really quite interesting when you say that you live in this suburb because it's massive, and it it means you could live still like twenty minutes away from the other person who lives in the same suburb as you. But that is Sabatalo. Yeah, Sabatalo. Uh, this is, pro- I guess, it's the biggest inner city suburb. Uh, we also have some really large suburbs that are out of town, but they're not places that expats really live. It stretches all the way down yet another valley. So think about Tbilisi, like that river down the middle is like one valley, and then you've got these other valleys stretching off perpendicular to the river. And Sabatalo is one of those, and Varke is one of the other ones. So you've got like a like a gap between those to get between them. 
Uh, there's another river that sort of splits Varke and Sabotalo as well, uh, as well as sort of like um, some hills. All right. So what are some of the pros about living in Sabotalo? We live in Sabotalo currently, so, uh, so we know about this one for sure. It is modern planned. It's just you've got straight roads that make sense, intersections that make sense. Uh, they are lined with shops and restaurants. Walking uh, and bicycle paths. Yeah, they've put in some walking and bicycle paths in part of Sabotalo, not all of it. You've got, you know, well, I mean, you've got gyms and things in all areas, but also we've got some uh, decent pools at the far end, swimming pools. Uh, it's just a modern suburb. I think that's the best way to sum it up. Everything that you sort of need in general as someone who wants an easy modern life rather than having to deal with old building problems and, and streets that are all over the place and broken and with potholes, you know, it's just sort of works. It sort of works. The traffic yeah. is also a little busy during rush hour. It's of, a capital city. Yeah, There's going yeah. to be traffic. But uh, one of the things that is great about living in Sabatolo is you just feel like you're getting more bang for your buck. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, whatever you're paying in Varke for an apartment, let's say you're going to pay about 25% less or maybe even less than that for the equivalent sort of size, quality, etc. cetera. Uh, a lot of big apartment blocks. So lots and lots and lots of availability of apartments. And obviously- With elevators. Yeah, with elevators, because we're not <laughs> an old town anymore. If I they mean, always work is the question, but well, <laughs> they're there. Mainly they work. And uh, as long as you've got 10 Tetri, because some of the older apartment blocks, you have to put money in the coin slot. It's always an adventure. Yeah, some of those old Soviet blocks and even some of the more modern Soviet blocks still use a, a coin slot for the elevator, which is really funny. Uh, so- there's a whole mix of different options here. You've got everything from sort of luxury rooftop apartments uh, all the way down to sort of your budget studio type places. Depends what quality of furniture you want, though. And we'll talk about Georgian furniture in another episode, I think. But <laughs> anyone who's lived here will know that uh, Wallpaper. The, the furniture choices in places that are aimed at the Georgian market is not quite as uh, not quite as favorable to Western tastes as uh, the Airbnb type places that are catered for tourists. That was very, very delicately put, Tom. Yeah, it's yeah, nicely said. very polite about that. You'll see when you take a look at some real estate websites. <laughs> um, like with Varke and downtown, uh, you also have lots of dining options, gyms, clinics. Uh, there's also very recently a brand new mall that has opened up called City Mall. And it is fast overtaking a lot of the other malls, actually, because it's just kind of got everything you need in one spot. Yeah, no, City Mall's fantastic. Big supermarket, big hardware store, all of the fashion stores, H&M and, and international brands Homewares, as well. Homewares, electronics. Kids Zone, cinema. The Kids Zone is amazing. Bowling. I want to play in that Kids Zone. Yeah, the Kids Zone is huge. Uh, so there's loads of stuff going on there. And also they're re redeveloping this massive park. Uh, it used to be called the Hippodrome. Now it's called Central Park. Uh, they're currently doing huge works on that. That's going to be turned into a really nice entertainment zone and, and park as well. Do we have any idea when they're planning on having that finished? No, no one really no. knows, do All they? Right. Even the people developing it don't really know. They're just having a think about TBA it. TBA on that one, but it's pretty exciting that they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, for anyone who's actually interested in the real estate side of things rather than just coming here as a tourist, then that area is definitely a hot tip right now because as soon as that gets finished, prices in that area will be growing uh, as and when we know that's going to be finished, I think. So definitely a good place to buy right now. All right. So a few of the downsides of living in Sabatolo. If you are coming here as a tourist, we do know of a few people that have accidentally got an apartment in Sabatolo 
thinking that they were closer to the city than they actually are. And it, I mean, it's, it is totally close enough to the city, but it's not walking distance if you want to be in that downtown action. Yeah, I mean, compared to staying in downtown, I say you're going to save maybe 30% per night on your apartment, something like that. Maybe a little more. It depends what sort of apartment you're staying in. Uh, and then once you pay for taxis in and out of the city, then, of course, you've, yeah, you've paid like $5, $10 a day extra on taxis, at which point you, you, you might as well maybe get a, a, a place yeah. in the city. And but, also, as we said, Sabatola was really big as a neighborhood. So if you happen to choose an area that's like Lisi Lake, for example, which is, I mean, is that different suburb or is that still considered Sabatolo? Uh, Lissy is maybe part of Sabatolo, but it's it's not really. It's it's way up. But uh, just, I mean, the summary here is that you've got the very far end of Sabatolo down through Vaja Pashvela, and that is right at the end of the metro. Uh, if you are taking a taxi from that end to downtown, you're adding about 20 minutes onto your journey compared to the river end of Sabatolo, which is where we live, which is the very closest part of Sabatalo to the old town. And that's a cool area. It's a bit concrete jungle, but if you've got a nice apartment with a view of the river, then it's a pretty cool area to actually stay in. And you're like a 12-minute taxi ride from downtown. So yeah. this is the thing. It's such a big suburb. It depends what your goals are. But for tourists living at the river end, it's totally fine. Easy to get into old town. Uh, and for people who make the mistake of living right at the other end, well, it's not a mistake if you live there long term, but as a tourist, it's probably not a great spot. Yeah. All right, let's uh, actually head across that river now. And one of the up-and-coming neighborhoods is uh, Marginashvili and the Chukareti areas. Yeah, I mean, they say that that sort of east side of the river, this wasn't really even a consideration back in the day. No. When like, we first moved back, we were like, no, we, nah, why would we live in that area? And now we're like, oh, wait. There's this new hip restaurant that's just opened up and these cool cafes and stuff. We're like, oh, that's interesting. It's all gentrifying really, really fast. Whereas, yeah, before the idea of living on that side of the river was completely strange. Uh, if, yeah, if you could afford to live on the east side of the river, that's where you lived. But now after they built, I, I would say it sort of was a big turn around 2016. They massively redeveloped the main avenue. Uh, on that side. So all of the facades were redone. The roads were fixed up. They made this sort of entertainment zone at the bottom of that, like lots of restaurants and bars. And Fabrica opened around that time, which is probably one of the most famous uh, bar, restaurant, hostel, co-working space sort of amalgamations in the whole city. Uh, They converted this old uh, textiles mill into a huge entertainment zone with lots of different bars and restaurants. And so that area is one of the most popular places for sort of backpackers and hipsters uh, to to go and hang out and party. And uh, it's really, really cool. Very nicely done. Lots of uh, lots of graffiti all over the walls. Yeah. Really nicely done art graffiti and just really cool places. Yeah. Uh, So buildings in this area do tend to be a little bit older, but the area is a lot more organized because it was actually built up by the Germans many, many years ago. So the streets make a little bit more sense. But yeah, some of the buildings can be a little bit older. So you do need to just pay attention if you are looking at long-term rental just to see you know, what you're getting with the apartments. Uh, but also the good thing is that a lot of them are no higher than like two, three stories high. So you won't have the elevator again, but it's not so far walking up all those steps. Yeah, no, it's a fun area. It's a cool area. And as we said, there's lots of restaurants just popping up all around that area. 
and the apartment prices are simply lower than they are in Old Town and anything opposite. So yeah, Marjanishvili, Chugareddy, which is just south of Marjanishvili,、uh, you're pretty much in Chugareddy, which is the south part of this area. You are you're literally like a ten minute walk from Old Town. You just walk straight across the bridge and then along a bit, and you're in Old Town. So you're saving yourself twenty five thirty percent on your rent, but you are still right there.、Uh, so this is why this area is still great for tourists as well, not just for expats. Yeah, do also have the deserted bazaar on that side of town too. Yeah, largest bazaar, largest sort of open fruit and vegetable and fresh produce market in Georgia.、Uh, right there, you will get lost walking around it. It is huge. Uh, a lot of focus on fruit and vegetable and fresh produce, but also they've literally got、uh, everything as well. So yeah, you'll find stuff there if you want to. Well, you won't. You won't find anything there unless you know where to look. Because <laughs> it's a maze. If someone tells you where it is, you'll find it,、uh, and then you'll get it. But otherwise, you'll never find it. All right. So what are the cons of that side of town? I would say I don't think there's a lot of cons at the moment. I, I really don't. Yeah, I think you'll find a few less people that actually speak English on that side of town. It is changing, of course. Like more and more people are learning English, and it's actually really quite easy to get around、uh, compared to when we first got here in 2016. But、uh, I think probably that area is where you will encounter more people that just speak a little bit less English. It's currently a little more focused on the Turkish Arabic markets. Uh, but of course,、uh, anyone who's a Turkish expat, Iranian expat,、uh, a lot of them are more likely to speak English than they are Russian as well. So that actually can be a help. But yeah,、uh, it wasn't quite as ready for tourists. But now I feel like it's it's very much there. It、yeah. wasn't a few years ago, but now it really is getting there. It's a really exciting area of town, and I can't wait to see what happens there in the future. Yeah, yeah, really good place to look at buying as well right now because it's just it's growing in reputation really quickly. All right, so I'd probably say, but say right now that they are the most popular areas that people come as tourists and expats to stay in. We're going to go through a few of the other neighborhoods because, of course, some people come here for different reasons. Some people, you know, we came here as digital nomads, but some people move here as、uh, they're working with embassies or they have a job here, and then. Based on that, means you will live in very different neighborhoods. So we're going to go through a few of the other neighborhoods that are not, you know, quite as you know top of mind as some of the ones that we just mentioned. But we're going to go through them because, of course, you will find people living there. Yeah.、Uh, so let's start with、uh, Avlabari. Yeah, Avlabari is just south of Chugareddy. So we said on the east side of the river, you've got Marjanishvili, Chugareddy, which is just opposite Old Town. And then Avlabari is a little further south, but also directly opposite Old Town. So it's another place where you're sort of ten, fifteen minutes walk from Old Town, even though you're on the other side of the river. But it's right up a hill.、Uh, it's where the most famous sort of modern cathedral is. The Trinity Cathedral is right on the hill. It's this sort of shining gold dome Orthodox cathedral that you literally can see from everywhere. So it's super famous. Everyone knows where it is. It's a massive landmark. But it is straight up a hill. Uh, and it's another area that's got windy, tiny little streets like Matatsminda, so it's not quite as convenient and not quite as modern. But that said, it's so close to the old town, and it's、uh, closer to the airport. It's on the airport side、uh, that it's it's one place that when they redevelop the streets, which it does appear they are trying to do, and when they redevelop some of the sort of low-rise, I wouldn't call it shanty town, but it's a bit messy. So you know, there's still some sort of steel-roofed shacks and that sort of thing going through there. Uh, so when they redevelop this area, 
this could be uh, amazing growth potential very quickly because the, the views are amazing because it's on the side of the hill. If you've got an upper floor apartment. Side of the cliff. Be, yeah, yeah. Side of a cliff almost. It gets pretty steep when you're actually walking up there. So this is a very cool neighborhood. Uh, yeah, it doesn't quite have all of the modern international infrastructure in terms of the types of shopping that you get and these sorts of things yet. So definitely it's, it's not close to being like Varke at this point. But for like a long-term investment, this could be a really interesting neighborhood. Definitely. All right, let's talk a little bit about Dagomi and the northern suburbs. Yeah, okay. So the northern suburbs, uh, they are relatively far north, but it's still not crazy. Sort of if there's no traffic, you can drive from Dagomi down to Old Town in about 30 minutes. And so when we talk about Dagomi, we're talking about Dagomi Massive, Dudube, Didi Dagomi, and Village Dagomi as well. So we're going to just like put them all in one basket. Uh, Quite a lot of neighborhoods. So you've got all the way up to Tbilisi Mall, which I would say is sort of like the northern far end of Dagomi. Most people don't really live much further out than that because then you're heading into the next town, sorry, the next city, which is Mutsketa, the old capital of Georgia, before Tbilisi was. So it's a really big area, lots of new build. There's even houses out there, whereas downtown there's a lot of apartments, but living uh, up there, you've got a choice of apartments as well as low-rise housing. So lots of different options out there, but it's very local. Uh, apart from like the American village and a few sort of new developments near to where the U.S. Embassy is and where all the U.S. Embassy workers live, that entire area is is pretty undeveloped for, for tourists, especially tourists definitely don't stay up there. Uh, and for expats wanting a long-term living, the main reason that you would choose it is price. That's yeah. really the only reason you would say, yes, I definitely want to move to Dagomi. Or if you want complete immersion into Georgian culture, where you'll be one of the only expats living on the street. Those are probably my two main reasons you'd go there. I would say anybody that you know that you meet who's a you know who lives here and you say, "Oh, I'm living in Dagomi." You'd be like, "Oh, you're so far away." So, while in capital city speak, like it's actually really not that far away, but for us it just seems like so far away. But one of the benefits you will have living out there as Tom mentioned was the lower rents, but you're also going to get space. You can actually rent a house. You'll have like numerous bedrooms and and like even a couple of kitchens probably. You'll have a garden space where if you have kids, that can be really important to some people. So I know some uh, expats and especially people that work at the embassies, they live out there because you'll have a yard that your kids can play in. Yeah, but I would sort of point out as well that the supply of that type of place to rent is not very big. So there's not loads and loads and loads of houses flooding the market. Finding an apartment is easy. Finding a house could take you some time. So if you're looking to do that, you probably want to move over here first and uh, live somewhere else for a bit and then eventually get the house. Or you're going to have to plan way in advance and maybe take something sight unseen. It's not impossible, just saying that it's not quite as easy as finding an apartment. Um, I would say that they're probably the main areas that people tend to live in. Are there any others that you can think of off the top of your head, Tom? Yeah, uh, the other main one that I like is Orticella. Ah, Orticella is really coming up. Like it, I've been keeping my eye on that neighborhood for a while because there's some interesting stuff happening there. Yeah, so Orticella is where the British Embassy is. Uh, and it's literally, it's on the side of the river, the same as Old Town. But it's the next neighborhood down after Old Town. So actually from the south end of Old Town, you can walk to Orochala in about 15, 20 minutes. So it's still really close, uh, which is cool. So even for tourists, I think Orochala is decent. Orochala is also one of the areas that has some low-rise living. So up the back of Orochala, when you go up the hill a bit, you can find houses as well if you want that sort of thing. 
Uh, but if you want apartments down in the central part of Odachala, you've got your usual sort of typical Georgian restaurants. It's not particularly touristy at all. It's uh, very much more of a local neighborhood currently, but it's developing quite fast. Lots of uh, new developments going up there as well, new apartments being built and, and plenty of options on the market. But the difference here is, once again, the prices are quite a lot lower than Old Town, even though it's still super close. So I would put it in the same category as Marginishvili. Uh, maybe it's not quite as cool. It's not as hip. It doesn't have all like the, the really old German buildings and the, the graffiti walls and everything. But it definitely, in terms of pricing and proximity to downtown, uh, it's really, really good. So definitely don't, don't skip over Odachala. It shouldn't even be at the end. I think we should have had it like halfway through the episode because it, cool, it is a cool neighborhood. I quite like it. Yeah, I think it's just that it's not top of mind at the moment. But, you know, in a couple of years, that might very much be a different story. Yeah, I think so. But yeah, right now, prices are good if you want to buy there, if you want to rent there. That's definitely going to save you a lot of money compared to living like a five-minute taxi ride into town closer. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty much uh, all the major neighborhoods that we've covered right there. Um, yeah. As we said, if you're a tourist, you're going to have very different wants and needs as if you're you know, wanting to move here long term. If you did want any more information about the different neighborhoods, there is a full article that we have on expathub.ge. You can honestly just look up Tbilisi neighborhoods in Google, and I think we're number one spot for that. Yeah, we're number one or two, depends what your browser is doing to you at the time. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, or just put Expat Hub neighborhoods, yep. and you're probably going to find it at the top of Google as well. Uh, also, please, if you enjoyed this episode, remember to subscribe and like and leave us a five-star review. We are just a baby little podcast, and we need more people to find out about us. So please leave us a five-star review and let us know what you thought about today's episode. You can also follow us on social media. We are on Instagram and Facebook at Tbilisi Podcast. Yeah, and don't forget, if you're relocating to Georgia, uh, not just coming here as a tourist, then we have a relocation package through Expat Hub so we can help you get settled. We can help you find the right place to live and, and help talk through the neighborhoods and real estate as well. If you're looking to buy real estate here, then we have services for that. And we can help you find exactly what you are looking for uh, at the price point that you're interested in. So, yeah, check out expathub.ge. Pop us an email at infoexpathub.ge if you want to get in touch about either of those services. And if you're just coming here for tourist information, then jump on uh, Meg's website, foodfundtravel.com. That's where all our sort of general tourist information is. Yep. Absolutely. Awesome. So we will wrap up that episode right there. Thank you so much for listening to us. If you've got this far through everything, you guys are awesome. And uh, we'll be back with another episode very soon telling you more about life and travel in Tbilisi. Yeah. And I'd say it doesn't matter where you live. Just come here anyway, because you're going to find something cool no matter what part of the city you live in. All right. Until next time, have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Tbilisi Podcast. Connect with us at foodfundtravel.com slash Podcast, where you can find all relevant social media links, join our email newsletter, and discover more about travel, tours, and expat services in Georgia. This show was brought to you by foodfundtravel.com, expathub.ge, and eatthistours.com.